Greetings, Amigops, and Top Tenners everywhere. This is Mike from Top Ten with Kyle and Mike. I am joined this week, as I am every week, by our lovely Detroit Tiger-shirted co-host Kyle. Now, Kyle is joined by a very special guest, his doppelganger, his dad, his spiritual guru, Jim. So Jim and Kyle are going to be talking to us about a topic this week. I actually am suspicious that I might know the topic, and keen listeners may even have heard this topic teased at some point in the past when we were dreaming about having Jim join us on this podcast. So this is a huge get for us. We've got a celebrity co-host. We're going to talk about this topic for somewhere hopefully less than an hour. We're going to debate it vigorously, and then by the end of the episode, we will have a Jim and Son stamp of approval podcast official list. So, gents, what are we talking about this week? So, well, we, we talked about this a lot. I mean, over the years, of what topics uh, we could uh, attack for this. And, and I'm not really an expert at, well, I'm an expert at some things, but some things are not uh, suited for broadcast. <laughs> uh, but, but this one seems a good topic because he's this, this movie list of the top 10, um, Denzel Washington. Uh, yes. <laughs> and, uh, it was really hard uh, paring it down to 10 because I, you know, I went out to a few websites. He's, he's done like, Sixty, seventy, eighty movies. He's <laughs> a lot, and I've 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 tried real hard to 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 view them all. I've I've gone to libraries. I've tracked them down all over Michigan, and I've seen a good portion of them. But I've, like I said, this this is not the uh, official list that you might find on Rotten Tomatoes or. Or IMDb, mm-hmm. but this is my top ten. We are entirely uninterested in what we would find on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm very excited to get yes. your list. Yeah, because these are these are movies that I, most of them I actually own because I, I I collect Denzel Washington movies, and some of them I keep right next to my computer and I watch them <laughs> continuously. <laughs> I mean, every week I, I watch parts of at least one or two of them, <laughs> plus other movies. You know, like with. Uh, uh, Meg Ryan and Amy yeah, Adams. You do love Meg Ryan. Those are your two. Your, your big three are Denzel, Meg Ryan. Specifically, you've got mail, and Amy Adams. Specifically, in Leap Year. Yeah. <laughs> what a troika! I, you know, I knew you loved Leap Year, but it's just I love. You're, that's a great encapsulation of like the central contradiction of human taste. Like people who love, <laughs> and people who yeah. love the finest sushi also love hot dogs. Uh, and you loving Leap Year and probably one of the finest actors of our generation in Denzel Washington is so great. It's so great to be. I don't know what it is about human, uh, tastes, I guess. Yeah, yeah. different things. Well, yeah, it's unpredictable. Yeah. It's worth. It's probably worth noting that I get a lot of my movie fandom from de- from you, Dad. Like it's no coincidence that you love movies, and I also love movies. So I owe a lot yeah. of that to you. But also, like, just in case it wasn't clear, what was it? A year birthday a few years ago, or maybe it was Christmas. Aaron got you that set of coasters with pictures of Denzel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 <So> I- <laughs> 
<laughs> so if you whatever you when you watch movies, you probably got your coffee on a mug of Denzel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's but, close to the uh, TV for sure. All right. Well, that's the list. I'm excited. I would say probably the best. Place I'm very to start excited. Is number ten? Yeah, we'll go start at number ten. Uh, number ten, I've got uh, Training Day, which is really Ooh. a really good movie. You're, do you, what are your? What, I guess all right. What are your highlights from the film? Like, what are your? What's your favorite thing about Denzel's performance in this film? Well, you really hate him. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. I mean, that's the the essence of a really good actor is is if they can make you love them or hate them. You know, and yeah. Uh, and he was in this movie. You, you really, I mean, he's done such a wide variety of of uh, characters, you know. And you know, he's done villains, and he's done like the the the, the fences character, you know, where he's a like a, mm-hmm. a father and a bad, well, you know, a philandering father. And uh, you know, and then anyway, for Training Day, you know, he was a really rough. It's kind of like American Gangster, but anyway, but anyway, yeah, Training Day. You know, he's a, he's a tough. He's a cop. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and a and a dirty cop. Well, I think it's a funny it's a funny time in his career because if I'm not mistaken, Training Day I think is 2001, and I think remember the Titans was 2000. So kind of America's picture of Denzel Washington at this age is we're all in, amazed that he continues to be so handsome at this age because he's like f- probably 45 maybe around now so we're like wow okay so we're excited to see Denzel as a little bit of an older actor who's still really good looking and he's softening and turning into this sort of nice older guy and then boom you have this movie where he's tricking a, a young cop into into smoking PCP and he's murdering people and he's what is he yeah he's like i'm the king of the jungle and he's got all this crazy shit that's going on in this movie that just like you said it really shows that he can make you love him and then in this movie be seduced by him and then hate him you want to know something weird i've actually not seen this movie which is stunning to training me. yeah you've never seen it. what yeah, yeah. It's wow! I've never seen the good, the bad, the ugly either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's seen half of it. We well, just joking because <laughs> we. I found I freaked out yesterday when I found out that you hadn't seen it. Because <laughs> we walked by wow. a we walked by a restaurant called Tuco, and I was like, "Oh, look at that! It's a good, the bad, and the ugly reference." And James like, "What you, like, I thought that was a Breaking Bad reference, which I'm pretty sure that the Breaking Bad." thing is a callback anyways but i just i want to state i know you guys are having a a boys weekend so i would not be offended although we do have a date on the calendar to watch that if you guys decided to watch that together i wouldn't hurt my feelings (laughs) just have to carve out three and a half hours (laughs) (laughs) it's a long movie yeah Yeah. that's a good one but clint eastwood made a lot of good movies you could have made a clint eastwood last too maybe we will that's that's you're welcome to come back anytime. Yeah. I just want to say, having training day at number 10 is proof positive of what a career Denzel has had. The idea that you could, that's like, a true word, Denzel yeah. fan could put this at number 10, wow. Yeah. But like I said, these are my preferences, too. Yeah. But, you know, when, I, when we get up to number one, you might not agree with me at all. <laughs> <laughs> you know. But what's, anyway. What did you have at nine? Nine is 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 a more one of his more current movies uh, that I like. Fences, yeah. And like I said, that's uh, another uh, 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 gut wrenching. Not gut wrenching. I don't know, but but you could really 
feel for 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 that person that he's portraying in that movie you know that 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 double life he's having and 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 how his kids hate him at the end there but I, you know that was not that's not an action packed movie but but it, it it's just some really good acting that i thought it it's kind of interesting how his career has gone because it's like he's it's cuz oftentimes you see a guy who maybe not oftentimes is becoming more of a thing where a guy that was known as a dramatical actor, like can kind of turn into an action star. So like Liam Neeson is kind of mm-hmm. the one that comes to mind. Yeah. And, perfect example. And so like that arc is one that it seems like is usually like permanent and irreversible where like you haven't seen Liam Neeson do like another movie, like Schindler's okay. list, but like Denzel was yeah like an Oscar nominated actor who then became an action star and now is again an Oscar nominated actor. Like he's jumped back and yeah. forth pretty seamlessly. Like he did this movie and then he probably did Equalizer 2 like the next year. So like his yeah. ability to jump back and forth and for the like for us as viewers to just be totally fine with that is pretty impressive cuz I don't know how many people are doing that consistently. Yeah. But. Totally agreed. I actually almost watched this film last night, but my my dedication to the podcast <laughs> prevented me from doing so. So I have uh, as a homework item from my lovely co-host Kyle that I have to watch Stranger Things. I, I watch Stranger Things, but I have to get going because I've been really slow in watching it. So I was gonna, my parents and I were actually going to watch Fences of all things. My grandfather recommended hmm. it and we were going to watch Fences last night. Co- very coincidentally. And uh, then I said, you know, I got to watch Stranger Things because the people need content. And I haven't watched it yet. But the thing that I think is interesting, so I don't know the the plot offenses. I know that he directed it. I know that it was Oscar nominated and that people loved it. But what I think, Jim, what you're saying is is interesting is that he's not he's he's a sympathetic but not necessarily a likable character. And that's something I think is really cool about Denzel. We just heard in the news a couple weeks ago about how the, the Rock and Jason Statham and all these actors have these rules about whether they can get punched. And if they get punched, they got to punch somebody back so that they don't look weak. Huh. And there's a lot of actors who really don't want to be seen a certain way. And I think Denzel is really open to the idea of just doing what the role demands. Like, he's a guy who, if people think he's like Alonzo from Training Day, or they think he's like his character from Fences, or one of his more likable characters, that's okay with him. He just wants to do what's right for the role. He seems like he's invested in just the institution of acting. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know how much... Yeah, I don't know. I Obviously, it's hard to say. I've never met the man, but I don't know. I, I've listened to him on... Uh, he was on Bill Simmons' podcast once, and he came off as just mm-hmm. very invested in... Like, he just loves acting. Like, he, I think he has some stage experience, yeah. and he just likes being in movies and acting. Like, it's it's fun for him. So mm-hmm. that's... it's And it's fun for us, too. <laughs> All right. What about number eight? I have uh, Inside Man, 2006. Now, that, that that's an interesting movie. I mean, we've seen a lot of different movies, but this... Uh, it's 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 a, it's a good plot for robbing a bank, you know. It's a heist movie. Yeah, yeah. Kyle, have you seen this one? No. Oh, I have. This is a fantastic movie. Fantastic. And Denzel is is awesome in this movie. All right, so he, he's a cop. Oh, he's a cop. He's, I was he's not right. He's not. He's not part of the gang. 
He's a cop. Yeah, he's yeah. he's the cop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like the hostage negotiator, right? He's like the... I don't know if he was the negotiator. There was the other person. Uh, well, maybe he was. But there were two There were two main cops. It was Jodie you know, Foster, right? Well, the, the the owner of the bank hires Jodie Foster to uh, to get his... Oh, no... Was he the owner of the? Yeah, he was the owner of the of the of the bank, and he had a a safety deposit box with some, yes, really personal stuff in it that he didn't want. Some <laughs> shockingly sensitive stuff. Yeah, yeah, we find out how sensitive that that stuff <laughs> is at the end. So he hires her, Jodie Foster. Mm-hmm. She had a pretty good performance for herself too. Who are the bank robbers? Yeah, she was terrific. Uh, Clive Owen. What? I need to see this movie stat. Well, I think what one thing that I really like about Denzel's career is that he's a guy who a lot of his movies are about race and a lot of them it's like it it really rests on his shoulders to sort of set the tone for the movie. Like I think the thing about Remember the Titans is he he surprises you by being the guy who doesn't want to talk about race. And I think in in this movie, where it's a Spike Lee movie, I love that they have the the really charismatic black actor as the detective, and they have the really charismatic white actor as the thief, because it it switches like the classic movie dynamic on its head, and Denzel just kills it with that. Wow, I gotta see this. That's I mean, <laughs> Jodie Foster and Denzel, but <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, and Clive Owen and Christopher Plummer. Captain Von Trapp is the owner of the bank. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, this, so. this this is a really good plot. Actually, I bet you bits of this have been taken in real bank robberies. It's <laughs> yeah, really, it's really. It is really one of the most ingenious. clever ideas for robbing a bank I've ever heard. It's it's so different. You won't. You have to. It's just so. It's so weird. It's such nope. a great idea. No more, because I'm gonna watch this movie. And dad, <laughs> my dad is a notorious movie spoiler. <laughs> yeah. There's another movie on this list that he just spoiled the shit out of for me. So <laughs> we're not spoiling Inside Man. All right. So let's go on to the next one. Number. Well, seven. hold on. Oh, why? Why? Well, hold on, because we just did number eight. Yeah. But. Which yep. means it's time oh. for the not top three. Except I don't know how in the world you could have possibly put a not top three together. Yeah, for- this feels like it would rip your heart out. <laughs> it was, like I said, it was hard. But but I, I made a list of 13, 15 movies. So anything that that didn't show up on the top ten, we're going to make as a top of the... Well, first we got to cue the music. If we're going to do it, we got to cue the music. Oh, I do? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, start the music then. <laughs> All right, there you go. <laughs> thank you very good thank uh, you for that those stanky beats kevin terrific music that is distracted he's got all, his whole list like printed out this is the the most organized most uh officially constructed list i've seen you've actually got it printed out on like computer paper but you were shuffling on your clipboard for the not top three so wow. you're a little distracted wow you know, yes, I, this I, is the, this is the nerve center of the top ten right here. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I wasn't given any instruction on how how this is is done, so I didn't know how to do any research. I did the best I could, but I'm sure it wasn't researched as well as your spice one or your egg one or. Who knows? Well, I think I want to say that the printing out of the paper is probably the best thing that any guest has done because what ends up happening is a lot of times you end up with the computer and it gets very confusing because 
we we like to look at each other while we're doing this and if you have the list up over the the visual it gets it's weird you end up having a monologue to a computer screen i see what's interesting is we don't have to get too far off track but the way that different people do their list because we don't tell anyone how to do anything and yeah (laughs) like a lot of people have it just jotted down on their phones some people have like journals some people have it like scribbled on the back of a like it's kind of fun to see the different ways that yeah kfw had the had the was he on the phone or he was on a journal he had a phone yeah but like aaron always Mm. has that was surprising yeah aaron always does it in her in her like journal it's fun to see but yeah. All right. So anyway. All right. What do we got? Just what, what go through do, the pain. Do, do, tell just, us. What do we do, not tops. Spit these three out or what? Yeah. Just I mean, what was the first one? Well, uh, the, the, all three of these movies are, are pretty good. Some of them are <laughs> uh, the same kind of thing. Is is there? They got an interesting plot to them. Like um, uh, Out of Time. That's got a twist. It was pretty good. Okay. What's that? I don't think I know this one. What's that one all about? He's a sheriff in 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 Florida, and he's uh, he's having an affair with a woman. Nice. And there was a there was some kind of a a drug thing, and they have like a half a million dollars in the safe, and he in this mm-hmm. movie is on how they're gonna somehow get this money, you know, uh, take it out of uh, uh, evidence, whatever. So. Anyway, I don't want to give away too much of the movie, but uh, this woman he's having an affair with, she's got cancer. She needs money to, uh, to, uh, to you know, for, for the operation or for treatment or whatever. And and this guy, and you know, Denzel is the sheriff, and he and he loves this woman, and he he figures out a way to get this money for her. And then at and then you know, there's a twist at the end, but uh, yeah, it, it's pretty good, pretty good. I think I feel like I know where that one is heading, but. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but it was good, yeah. And I, I I think I might actually own this movie. I might might have found it for real cheap at the library, so I bought it. I don't know that one. That it started off sounding real burn noticey, and it sounds like it's not quite that. It says it's got Eva Mendez in it, Ooh. so that's a, their second time together. I feel like any movie about Miami, she has to be in. Yeah, Kyle, do you know that she was in uh, Training Day? Oh, really? And very importantly for the listeners, I just want to give you a heads up. Full nudity from Eva Mendez, like top to tail, full nudity. Eva Mendez, very quick, but she is nude in Training Day. All right, yeah, I can't remember. There was a couple of racy scenes in that movie. <laughs> yeah, I remember that very well. I will tell you, fifteen-year-old Michael remembers that quite well. Fifteen? You're not even. Yeah, you're not even allowed to go and see an R-rated movie at fifteen. Nope, I was not, but I did have HBO. <laughs> Oh, that's the downfall of America, I think. <laughs> yep. <laughs> anyway. All right, what's and Another next? one is a really touching movie, Antoine Phillips. Antoine Fisher? Uh, and, that's uh, a... Fisher, Fisher, sorry. Uh, and, and that's it's... actually, I like that movie a lot. Yeah, I, it, it, it's a touching movie, you know? And it's a true story, and he, and the, you know, and the, the guy that, uh, the young sailor, the main character in the movie... You know, besides Denzel, this is uh this is actually a true story, and the, the he he actually wrote the, the the screenplay for this movie, I think. Whoa! And I, thought, I don't know if there's a book. or Yeah, not. that Probably sounds right to book. me. Now, is is Robert De Niro in this movie? Am I remembering right? Ah, uh, you know what? I don't know. IMDb doesn't seem to think so. Uh, I'm looking right now. I remember. It doesn't it's not in my little book? Yeah, I guess either. not. Yeah, it's not, but I, I remember there was, um, yeah, maybe I'm remembering incorrectly. 
But that's a terrific movie. It is. It was, he directed that one, I think, touching. right? It, uh, His directorial debut. It looks like it. Yeah. Wow. 2002. And then we go to the third one. Uh, he Got Game. This is one of his early ones, 1998. <laughs> Kyle, have you seen this movie? I haven't. I I know of its. I know of the famous scene in it, though. Spike Lee. So do you know? Do you do you know? Like, so what's really interesting about this movie is that instead of getting an actor, they actually got Ray Allen to yeah. star in this movie, who was at the time, I think, in it, like one of his first couple seasons in the NBA. So he's still young, and. The basic plot of this movie is that Denzel Washington is a convict whose son is being recruited to play at a couple of big universities. And I think the governor has has promised to commute his sentence if he can get the kid to attend that state university. Yeah. And Kyle, I think you're referencing. I, could you tell the story? Because it's a great story of this of this pivotal scene so i don't know what the the setup is why they're playing each other but denzel's character is it's a father-son rivalry kind of thing like they're they're having a chat about life and... oh, i didn't realize that they were father-son okay oh, yeah. so yes. that's that's how he has the influence to to sway him oh. to, to, to get what the governor wants yeah well that's awesome yeah. well they're playing one-on-one and i guess denzel like is scoring baskets on him like he's up like five six nothing on him and Ray Allen in the movie is like visibly upset, you know, because this old man is beating him at basketball. But it turns out that <laughs> they told Ray Allen when they were going to film it that Denzel was going to go down like five nothing or something. And then Denzel just started actually playing. And so, and, and the way Denzel tells it, I'm sure that this is not true. I'm sure he's actually just good at basketball, but. When Denzel yeah. told it on the podcast, he said he just got lucky on a couple of shots and he was legitimately just beating Ray Allen at one-on-one. And Ray yeah. Allen was <laughs> mad because he didn't know that was going to happen. And he felt, <laughs> and so like when he looks angry in the movie, it's because he's actually shocked that Denzel is <laughs> beating him at basketball. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Well, Denzel, yeah. I, I started, you know, I, had, I never finished his book, but I've, I read the first few chapters or half the book, but. He was a football player in in high school. Yeah. Well, and his son played. At, he at least made a couple of different NFL teams practice squads. Oh wow. Yeah, he played. Was it USC? He played at. I think. Yeah, I think that's right. Hmm. Yeah, and his son is now an Oscar nominated. I think oh. actor. He's at least in an Oscar nominated film. Yeah. I think we're going to be probably in twenty years. We'll probably be doing a John David Washington top ten. Well, we're going to see. You know what? We're going to see him in soon, right, Kyle? Chris Nolan's new movie. He's in the next Christopher Nolan movie. Hmm. Yeah. Did you see Black Klansman, Dad? No. He's in that, and he's really good. And there's a couple of scenes where you're like, "Oh my yeah. God, that is Denzel's son," because he he has the yeah. he has the same kind of like voice thing that Denzel does. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Hmm. But well, you guys very charismatic. Have a list of uh, you know uh, children of, of famous players. <laughs> <laughs> Great idea. Which How many? Oh, oh, no. oh no! Oh my <laughs> God, we missed. <laughs> Shit, we missed that so badly. <laughs> wow, this is a live correction uh, to our literally huge miss. Podcast. <laughs> Tough. What, you didn't have him on the list? No, we missed oh. him. No, damn it, we missed him. Did you do Clint Eastwood's son? He was. We we he made uh, Scott Eastwood made honorable. Yeah. Yes. But. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm glad that you're not top three. Fittingly, is just. <laughs> 
You couldn't pick three movies you didn't like, so you just picked three outside your top ten. Yeah. That's fitting. I like it. Very fitting. I I don't know if I've ever seen a movie that he's made that I didn't like. I I honestly can't really either. It's not like I can think of a movie off the top of my head. So Well, it's not... not, not, I think just... I've yeah. seen them all, but I think for I the listeners, seen. this would be somewhat akin to to me putting together like a top ten Tom Brady seasons, <laughs> and my not top three would just be like, oh, I love that season; he was great. It just was a little less great than those other ten that I just like, rattled off. Yeah, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. uh, well, I don't want. Never mind. I don't want to spoil anything if it's fi- higher on your list. Let's just move on to number seven. All right, number seven, uh, flight, flight. Yeah, mm. no, that's an interesting movie. <laughs> Explain. Well, you know, he, he's he's the same kind of thing, kind of like fences. You know, he's he's a bad father. He's has ex wife. He doesn't treat well, and um, he's a philanderer, sleeping with the wait, uh, wait, you know, uh, stewardesses, stuff like that. But his uh, his ability to fly a plane was uh, it was kind of like Sully, kind of. Oh yeah, he yeah. does super things with this plane to save, to save the you know the plane and the and the, all the passengers. But it was it was good. Now this is not based on a true story, right? Oh, I, I doubt it. Okay. No, I think I I actually think if I'm remembering correctly, I heard that the pitch for this movie was like imagine the Sully situation, but it turns out that he had had something to drink, mm-hmm. and like. What would happen then? I think that that's sort of the pitch. Gotcha. What? How do they explain his like amazing flight abilities? Is he like a veteran? Yeah, or, he's, I think oh. he was a veteran. Okay, because yeah. I yeah. like that angle on it. Is like he was an ace fighter pilot, and now he's yeah. Yeah, yeah he was definitely. Well, this is so. This is something that's interesting about Denzel's career. I mentioned earlier, sort of the race angle. Like race is an important factor in Denzel's entire career. And it's cool that he alternates between playing movies where race is explicitly a factor and in playing roles where it's usually just a white leading guy. Like, this is a movie that you could just drop Tom Hanks into and he plays it and it's just Sully. Or you could drop, you know, any number of sort of guys in his age bracket. And it's really cool that he plays this and it's it's just a, you know, it's just a movie about a guy. And that's part of Denzel's skill set is he can kind of jump in and out of any any role with with such ease i know (laughs) one of our favorite writers on one of our favorite websites shay serrano he did a list a couple years ago of the top it might have been 20 fictional pilots of all time and (laughs) for and he had a little blurb about each one and then for number one he just (laughs) had three screen captures from this movie it's denzel right side up and then him upside down and then right side up again (laughs) and then the only thing he wrote was Denzel is the greatest fictional pilot of all time. <laughs> so, that, was, I, that was amazing. Yeah. I yeah. Again, I need to see this one. I have not seen it. And Kyle's got two uncles that uh, are airline pilots. And an uh, aunt. That's true. That's true. It's an embarrassing wow. oversight on my resume. Although I did see Sully, so I'm not... Yeah. <laughs> this was better than Sully. Okay. Yeah, it was It was, It was. Uh, it was. a good movie. Yeah. And, and, um, and and kind of human, you know. Who know who did a, a great job? I don't know. If, a job in this movie is uh, John Goodman. John Goodman, I mm. love John Goodman. Yeah. Oh, he was good in this movie. Anyway, totally. He was a really. A, it was his supplier for for drugs, and uh, 
<laughs> and he comes to the hospital to give him drugs, you know? <laughs> I love how John Goodman simultaneously can be, like, the sitcom dad in, like, Roseanne or something. But he can also, like, very easily be, like, the drug dealer guy. <laughs> He's- well, that's that's what we're saying is the talent of Denzel. And I think the great actors have that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right. Okay, what about All number right. six? All right, then we've now we've moved six, right? Oh yeah, yeah, Crimson Tide, nineteen ninety five. Well, that's an older one too. Crimson Tide. It's uh, yeah, that's on, a on, that's uh, a what, classic nineties movie. I've never seen it. What's no? this one? Dad, what's the synopsis? Well, uh, Denzel is like the he's not the he's not the captain of the of the submarine, but he's the uh, or is it, no, it's not a submarine. Are they a submarine or is it a ship? It's a, it's a, well, I think like it was a sub. submarine, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's a submarine. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Because they were they were gonna he, the, the you know the, the crux of the movie is the captain wanted to use uh, uh, a missile against uh, Russia. Oh, and is this a, obviously like, named like Red Illusion to a Cold War movie? Yeah. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's Red October, but Denzel, isn't it? Huh? Oh, Red October. It's, no, I'm I'm just comparing it to another similar type. It's kind of movie, that's, like. yeah, it's that kind of that kind of a movie though. But did need a lot of mm-hmm. good interactions. Uh, 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 boy, I can't remember the name of uh, Gene Hackman is the is Gene the Hackman. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's it's very good. Very, a lot of a uh, lot of good acting in that movie. Well, it says here that Viggo Mortensen, James Gandolfini. Yeah, I don't remember uh, Gandalf yeah. being in there. Huh. Interesting. Have you seen this one, Mike? I have. This is a fantastic movie. This is, this is, Steve Zahn is in it. It's a really good movie. And Denzel is fantastic in this film. It's, this is sort of the, the, the transition point in Denzel's career from like young hotshot to, to elder statesman of acting. And he's, he's great in this movie and goes toe to toe with Gene Hackman, which is incredible. Yeah. Cause this is, this is sort of post peak. But still peak Gene Hackman. So that's that's one of the best actors of all time that he goes up against. I think, I, I remember this statistic that Gene Hackman has been in more movies like than any other actor. At least when I, when I heard that statistic, it was true. I don't know if it's true today. But uh, but he's been in so yeah. many movies. Gene Hackman. Yeah. Like and so Connection. great. Have you ever seen French Connection? I don't know. Oh, yeah. He, really Kyle, you haven't seen French Connection? No. I haven't seen any movies apparently. Oh. <laughs> and you're such French a Connection is incredible. Yeah. Good good chase scene in that as I recall. Mhm. Right. Oh yeah, one of the best. All right. Uh number 5 then? Number 5. Uh this one had Courage Under Fire 1995. Now this or 96. 96 I can't remember. I don't have my glasses with me. Anyway, um, yeah, this has got uh, uh, Meg Ryan. <laughs> oh my god, how is it not number one? Well, Denzel and Meg Ryan yeah. in the same movie. I wonder if uh, Denzel's ever made any movies with Amy Adams. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this is a good movie too. Uh, this is kind of uh, you know he's, he's he plays he, for some reason it seems like he he plays military people quite a bit. Yeah, you know, there's, I mean, there's another movie. Uh, further up on the list where he, he's in the military. Anyway, yeah, this is a, this is a good movie too. Courage Under Fire. 
What's the plot? How would you summarize the film? What's the plot? Well, he's he's investigating her nomination for the uh, the Congressional Medal of Honor. Whoa! And because of her, uh, uh, you know, courage, bravery, and in, in as a helicopter pilot in Afghanistan or Iraq, one of those. And as he in, he's digging and he's in, in, uh, interviewing all the the crew members. He uh, uncovers, uh, you know, uh, some uh, falsities or some underlying mm-hmm. uh, p- a plot that they're trying to hide, and it actually makes her more eligible for this uh, this medal, I think. But uh, it was it was really good. Is that is that a, a real process that happens? Like if someone's going to be given a medal like that? Oh, do I'm they... sure they do. And those those they don't give those out uh, uh, nilly willy. Yeah, you know those are. Uh, it sounds like 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 getting an FBI uh, uh, what background check, whatever it is. But yeah, I bet you they. I, I I'm pretty sure he's a military. But he's not a government official. He's a he's in the military. Well, based on the the what pictures on IMDb, he's wearing military. Yeah, is he garb. Wearing, all right. So that's awesome. You see, oh, Do I you guys I... remember the story of Patrick Tillman, the uh, the football player who was also an Army Ranger? And he gets killed in in uh, when he's when when he's a soldier in Afghanistan. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, and that was that was a situation where the investigation uncovered that he was actually killed by friendly fire, but his family was told that he was killed by enemy fire. So it was a, it was kind of a modern day situation here, where like they the they don't when they tell a family what happened or there's a medal involved that that gets investigated very thoroughly. Have you, I don't, I've, <laughs> so far on this list, I've literally seen none of them. None, <laughs> none, of, none them. of these movies yet. Really? Which is wild. I haven't seen this film, but I do know of this film. I think that my parents really liked this one, if I'm remembering correctly. Well, it was touching. And she's a pilot and, and she had a little girl and it's very, very touching at the end and the little girl gets, you know, is, is at present where, where they actually give her the, uh, the medal. Really nice. Awesome. All right. Uh, what about number number four? All right, we're getting down to the end. All right, here's a, oh, here's another uh, military one. Then. <laughs> another. Uh, I I know I like this movie much better than uh, well, not better, but 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 he uh, a soldier's story, and this is an old one, 1984. Whoa. He, he is he is uh, pretty young, and um, oh man, the guy that gets uh, shot. It was, uh, it was, it was just during World War Two, I think, and uh, it's a it's a it's a uh, it's a uh, platoon a squadron of base a uh, black baseball players, and they and they play for the army, and they play in exhibition games and things of that sort. And uh, the sergeant in charge of this platoon uh, is a son of a gun. We got probably all uh, sergeants are. But uh, <laughs> uh, uh, he gets killed. He gets stinking drunk like every night, and he and he's walking back to base, and uh, he gets shot at the beginning of the movie. And and uh, Denzel Washington, no, and and uh, they, they send a guy from uh, uh, Advocate General uh, to to investigate uh, the murder. And Denzel Washington is you know really young, and he's actually one of the soldiers in in the. Uh, in the squadron, whatever, not squadron, the platoon. And, uh, Denzel Washington, uh, interviews all the, uh, players 
and, uh, and he gets down to the bottom of it. So it's kind of the same thing. Like he's investigating. Yeah, he's, he's investigating exactly. <laughs> yeah. But this is a murder this time. Oh. But, uh, wow, this sounds like an incredible film. I don't. Oh, I've never is. heard of this, oh, and it feels oh. like a real oversight. Oh, it's very good. And like I said, it's a well, it's number four in my list. <laughs> and this is a number. This is one of his really earlier films. Well. On IMDb, so Denzel is listed one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. He's the ninth actor listed. So it's not like this is a starring role for him, and it's definitely on the earlier end of his career, right? Oh, that's right. He's not. He's not the guy doing the investigating, like 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 in uh, uh, Courage Under Fire. It's it's a guy from uh, In the Heat of the Night. What's his name? Well, the two. Oh, is it? um, Is it? Oh God! Why can't I think of his name right now? The heat of the night. Um. Oh no, my brain isn't working. Sid, not Sidney Poitier, right? No, 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 no. I'm talking. No, I'm talking about the TV series. Sorry. Okay. Oh, oh. All right. Wow. Yeah. So in '84, Denzel. Let's see. Let's go back that far. Go way back here. Oh wait. 84. Yeah, he had not done much by then. He'd only done a couple of films. So this is one of his very first. Maybe he, so he was in this movie about a military investigation and really liked being it. And so then when they called him to do Courage Under Fire, he said, sure. <laughs> yeah, 20 years later. Yeah. Yeah. Sign uh, me up. But, uh, you know, you know, when first time I saw Denzel, I knew he was going to be a great actor. He, <laughs> he was in a TV series when I was in college called St. Elsewhere. And he was, uh, it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a, a series about a, a cop. I mean, a, a, a hospital, kind of like ER. Mm-hmm. It was only, and, uh, and he was mm-hmm. one of the, uh, residents. And he was a really good actor in that, in that show, too. Okay. But you guys are way, way too young. That was probably before you were even born. Yeah, I don't know I that one. I, that was like in the early 80s or late 70s. And you guys were born in like in the early 90s. 93 for me. I remember. April 1st. <laughs> same here. <laughs> same year? Oh, yeah. You guys were the same year yeah. in college, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I was born 16 days after Kyle. No kidding. Yeah? Yep. In April. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, that's cool. Did you have any more movies that you wanted to put on the honorable mentions list? Uh... You know what? Uh, I think I think everything that I printed off, we've mentioned. All right. Well, do you, do you have well why don't we just do? Why don't we just do your top three, and then Mike and I will fill in anything that we think should at least be mentioned. All right. Want to do that? All right. Now these three are on my top three list because you know I've got them next to my computer, and these are the ones that I watch. Like I said, I, I watch bits and pieces of them all the time. I just put them in the in my computer and. You know, while I'm doing something, I'll, I'll be listening to it. <laughs> They're really good, especially the Equalizer. <laughs> that one, that is a great movie. The first one, I didn't. Kyle and I went to see the, the, the Equalizer two together, and it was it was. I don't even want to. I don't even want to buy it. It's not on my buy list. You were, <laughs> we were. I was excited. You were like really, really I hyped up. I was geeked to see that. You yeah. were really, really hyped up because I like Equalizer the first yeah. one so much. <laughs> Yeah, we saw that with, I think it was me, you, Uncle Chuck, Chuck and Adam. And Adam, yeah. And it was a fine movie. It was fine. But it was, yeah, it was definitely a, probably a little, a little bit of a disappointment compared to how much you worshipped the first one. Uh, 
I know a movie's good if I put it on my buy list. If I'm yeah. going to buy it, I'm going to shell out some money for it. It's got to be good. That's true. That's yeah. a good point because you're true. you're you're not really profligate with your spending. So that's for, to, for sure to spend on a movie, it has to be good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, unless I get a good deal. I mean, yeah. I go to the library <laughs> yeah. and there's a lot of secondhand movies there I pick up for a buck. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but I feel like yeah. <laughs> So, so, it's a, so it's a balance. Either it's a really good movie and I'm going to spend the money or it's a, it's an okay movie. It's, it's only a box. So you'll have Equalizer 2 in your collection in like, in like 10 years when, when it, you buy when it, it. When it gets to the library yeah. for a block, I'm, I'm going to get it. Yeah, when it's in the So dish. just to fulfill, you know, fill out my library. Sure. But, but all right. So the Equalizer is based on a show, right? Did you watch the show? Oh yeah. When, when it came out, uh, when it was a TV series, I used to watch every episode. That was a good show. Yeah. And actually, uh, I went to the library and I got the old series on, on DVD and I watched them. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I've seen pretty much all the episodes, but they were good. Oh, I didn't realize this was based on a series. Oh, yeah. This is like a ex-CIA guy that's retired and uh, he sets up shop in New York City and he puts an ad in the newspaper. If you're down and out or overwhelmed by your by the odds are against you you know call me and he gets all sorts of uh, people calling him and he helps these people that are you know in desperate need with something and the police can't help him and he's got a circle of friends just like in the movie of of uh ex uh cia people that are willing to help they owe him favors or something and uh and they help him out and the movie and the series was pretty good it was out for at least one or two years it wasn't That's like awesome. Like a, like a nine year series, but it was pretty good. It was, I, it, like I said, I watched every, well, when, as I recall, I used to, you know, watch uh, every, every, every weekend or every show. And this is, yeah, based on a, on a TV series. And they're basically the same thing. He's like a ex CIA and he, uh, he wants to get out of that business. And he, like in this movie, in the equalizer, he fakes his death. And he, you know, so, so he, uh, slips into the, uh, background. Mm-hmm. But I don't know in the in the TV series, I don't know uh, how he uh, gets out of the CIA and and into regular life. I don't know. Well, the point is at least, and I again, <laughs> I haven't seen this movie. So, but I have seen oh, this. Oh, you saw the second. But one, I did but see the, the second one, one. Yeah. and at least in the second one, he's just like it's classic Denzel, where he's just extru- it's like the that cool thing he does, where he's just really really calm under pressure, and he just lashes out with it's cool because he like you know he doesn't look it because he's a little older at this point like the first one is 2014 the second one is probably like 2017 mm-hmm. and so he's a little older but he can definitely still do it <laughs> and i think this is the first movie he's ever done this is the first sequel he's ever done oh is that right yeah i think you're right wow. that's incredible that's a hell of an accomplishment isn't that wild to think about i was kind of, yeah i was a little disappointed in the second movie but, but uh, the first movie was really good. It goes to show you how much he liked the first one if he would do a second one. Yeah. When yeah. he never does sequels. Yeah. So. But, but he's not unf- – the character he plays in this movie, he's, he's, he's very unfazed. And he's very sympathetic to people's problems because he helps this young hooker. He helps uh, some of his coworkers at uh, like the Home, Home Depot. They call it Home Mart <laughs> or something. Um and and he's and and he does amazing things like at the end of the movie the 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 real the real crux of 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 this problem that he that he solves 
the head guy on the, on the pyramid, he's actually a, a oligarch in, in Moscow. And, and then at the end of the movie, he says two weeks later, and you see him in Moscow going after, <laughs> you know, this head guy. <laughs> and he gets him. And, and he, it's like his mansion. It looks like the White House. This guy lives in this, this mansion, like the White House, with guards. And they're, and he's, as he's walking out, you see all these dead guards in the driveway and stuff, you know? <laughs> I mean, he kills him when he comes across, you know? And, 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 awesome. and without a gun, he, he does everything with his hands, you know? I don't think, I, and when he kills, I don't want to give away too much of the movie, but when he, <laughs> when he kills those five or six guys in the Russian restaurant, uh, he comes in there with nothing and he kills them all, you know, with his hand. <laughs> and these guys have guns and, Corkscrews and and knives. <laughs> His yeah. body is a lethal weapon. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's there's it, a lot of action in it. Now this is one of his action movies, man. There's a lot of action in this. Movie. You love the action movies. Oh yeah. Yeah. But but I like the, the, the like uh, there's practically no killing at all in Leap Year. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, or uh, or you've got mail. I don't remember any guns in that one either. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Tom Hanks uses guns in Sleepless in Seattle either. Oh, that's another good movie. Yeah. I, like. <laughs> I like Tom Hanks. Yeah. And Meg Ryan. And Meg Ryan. All right. Anyway. All right. All right. We're getting up there now. Oh, this is a real touching movie. Uh, Man on Fire. Oh no, you skipped one. I know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna I don't know which one I'm going to put as, as number one. Oh, you're switching? Oh, all right. I'm you're switching, switching it. All right. I think I'm going to put the, this one as number one. All right. All right. That excites me so much because I just want to quickly interject here. So I, so now that I know what number two is, I think I know what number one is. And that means that on a list of the top ten movies of Denzel Washington's career, we are missing probably his three most famous uh, <laughs> roles, and I love it so much. Continue. Really, Sean? Oh, you have to tell me those three because I'm gonna have to. Uh, we'll go yeah. through. <laughs> I wonder if I've seen them. You definitely have seen a couple. of You them. have. All right. Well, anyway, uh, Man on Fire. That, that's a good movie too. That's a touching movie. <laughs> touching, Where, isn't it? Super violent. It is, but he's <laughs> but but he he, he gets this. Uh, he, he's a bodyguard for this, like, yeah. six-year-old girl in, in Mexico. And, uh, and, and they, and they get this bond and, uh, and, and he, he falls in love with her and she gets kidnapped. And, uh, and, and it's his goal in life to, 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 to track down, just like the equalizer, he tracks down that guy in, in Moscow. He tracks down the people responsible for her kidnapping. Uh. And, uh. It's kind of a taken scenario. Does he have a very specific set of skills? Is he like. Yes, because he's, well, he's, he's honed his, his skills like, like, uh, like, uh, uh taken, but, uh, in this one, he turns into an alcoholic, uh, uh, instead of, uh, of, um, like the equalizer. He, you know, he's not an alcoholic or a drug abuser. He, he goes right into it, but in, in, um, uh, man on fire. He's, uh, he's turned into an alcoholic and, uh, and, and his buddy in Mexico that kind of induces him to go to Mexico, you know, he, he tells him, uh, you know, you can become a, a bodyguard and if, as long as you try to keep your alcoholism under control, you know, mm-hmm. you, you, you could do this job. So, uh, so he takes his job to, uh, to, uh, be a bodyguard. And this, the family, he, he, the boy, the man, her father and mother, uh, he's Mexican and his wife is American, I think. And, uh, 
and they he owns he's taken over uh the dad's uh factory of an auto factory or auto parts factory something and they they got a lot of money and they and they have to hire a a bodyguard because it's typical for rich families in Mexico because I think they quote in the beginning of the movie that six people are are kidnapped in Mexico City every day Yee. you know they they kidnap people yeah. and hold them for for ransom uh, every day wow. and and they you know they and it's their business. They're professionals. They say it in the movies. Uh, I am a professional. All these criminals, you know, and uh, and it's really interesting. It's an interesting movie. If, if I, I assume it's true that this kind of corruption and and uh, yeah. eagle things go on in in Mexico City. There's a lot of poverty. I'm sure there's a lot of poverty. I've I've never been. I've never stepped foot in Mexico. I don't know, but I've heard of of things going. I've of one of my. People from church has gone to Mexico on business, and and they were in a bank when it got robbed. <laughs> yeah, and they were in a taxi cab when it was robbed. Twice, two oh times. my god! Yeah, <laughs> they got bad luck. But I, bad luck, or there's a well, is, is, there's a lot of crime. I don't know. Don't know. Well, there's definitely an issue. I I don't know. I'm I'm assuming this is also true of Mexico, but I know this is a big issue in Venezuela uh, and Colombia, where a lot of major league ball players. Um, oh, yeah, when they go back home, yeah. they have to be very careful about their families because they, you know, people know that they're pretty rife to be to be ransomed. And I, I think that this is true of Mexico as well, where people who are known to have money have to be very careful. Yeah, I think that's definitely based on true, <laughs> true occurrences. But yeah, I'm glad we're keeping this this streak alive. I've not seen Man on Fire. Have you seen it, Mike? I haven't seen Man on Fire. I, I think I've seen like 15 minutes of it on TBS once and really enjoyed it, but I've never watched the whole movie. No, I liked it. I liked it. I gotta it's, watch it. Yeah. I, my dad it's loves touching. this movie. And the cute little girl is so cute. I think it's Dakota yeah. Fanning. It is Dakota Fanning. Yeah, that's cool. Who just resurfaced in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yes. This should not look like the Dakota Fanning I remembered, though. <laughs> Does not look like the girl who said Swinging Door in that movie with Brittany Murphy. It no. was uh, surprising. <laughs> swinging Door in what movie? There's this movie where she's like a rich little girl and this woman becomes her nanny. And uh, the woman gets really mad and she storms out of this building. And so she slams the door. And little Dakota Fanning goes, Swinging Door. And the door swings around and hits the woman in the ass it's, it's great i don't know it's called uptown girls that's what's called uptown oh, girls, girls. It, all right yeah i'm gonna put that on yep. my list yeah right. my sisters loved out as kids and i watched it with them a bunch of times so i was like oh i hate this movie but yeah. really, i loved it <laughs> so 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 you 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 have a good a good idea what's number one I think I do because I, I Kyle has told me about one of your favorite oh. uh, Denzel movies, and I haven't heard it said yet, so I suspect it might be number one. All right, I have shared your love of this movie. All right, because this is the one I've, I've, I spoiled for you. Yeah, you spoiled the yes, shit out of that, this movie. Then, yes. <laughs> oh well. Well, the Book of Eli <laughs> is a very good movie. It's number one on my list, and. Uh, it's 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 uh, it's very interesting premise, you know, about Armageddon, and it's and it's uh, after the Hol not the Holocaust, but a nuclear Holocaust, a nuclear Holocaust. Yeah. Is right, that's it. And uh, he's traveling on foot across the United States on a, on this mission 
from God. Kind of like the Blues Brothers. They were on a mission from God. <laughs> Just like the Blues Brothers. <laughs> Just like, so this is basically Blues Brothers plus Mad Max. Yeah, so he's got his book of Eli and a saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he's, he's trekking across the United States, uh, way past Chicago. It's... So this is all right. I've seen this one. I, I've seen one on the list. It's fun because I have not seen this one. No. Oh, you want to see it? It's good. I, we haven't. I Can haven't, we watch it on our next movie weekend? Oh, this would be a perfect movie weekend movie. Yeah. Okay. But it's great. He's like he's just like a badass dude, just like roaming this nuclear wasteland. He's got and, the equalizer. He's got these incredible skills. Yeah. Well, it's because he's he's given these skills from God. Yeah. I mean, he's got all these. This knowledge, this foresight, because he's on this mission for He's God. like a, he's like a, it's weird. He's like a biblical prophet, like in this weird, not like a prophet. It's not like he's espousing, but he's like this, like this, like very important figure in this like wasteland. And it's kind of a fun cr- group of characters. Like Gary Oldman is the villain and uh, mm-hmm. he hangs out with Mila Kunis for large stretches of the movie. It's. Ooh, that's fun. It's really fun, and actually, like that's the perfect way to describe it because it feels extremely Mad Maxy. Like Mad Max is exactly right. Yeah, it's like uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's also like it has this weird, like kind of unsettling um, vibe to it that like reminds me of Courage the Cowardly Dog. Weirdly, you never watched this old show. Ooh. It's like the same kind of like desolate kind of setting, and uh, yeah, it's a good. I, I actually like this one a lot. I don't think it's like critically very well liked but i i love it part part of it is because you like it so much but i I just really enjoyed the movie <laughs> he does some incredible things yeah. i mean they're walking through the desert and and there's a uh a, a, a buzzard circling something and and uh he takes out his bow and arrow and he shoots an arrow and he hits it and comes around down the girl says what's that and he goes that's dinner <laughs> <laughs> and it, he does some amazing things, like 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 in the the way the movie begins too. He takes out his oh, there's a crossbow. I think it's a crossbow, and he shoots this uh, this scrungy, skinny little cat. And he eat, I think he, does he eat that? I think he eats that. Yeah, he cooks it. He cooks it. He cooks it over a bonfire, <laughs> and he saves the oil. You know, and he uses the oil for this. He uses it for trading. I mean, you know, it's you know, it's in in a, in a world where you trade. Uh, cat oil for 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 your next dinner or something you know yeah he's a cowboy that's a harsh world where the denzels of the world will survive yeah <laughs> yeah so that's a good one that's a it's and it's also it's perfect for like a movie weekend type scenario it's good it's just good fun it, it's but, it's interesting movie I, like i said it, it it's not predictable that's for sure nope and, yeah, and, and then you would never. And then uh, the part that I unless spoiled, it were spoiled for you. <laughs> and then the part that I spoiled it for Kyle. You know, after I saw the movie, and I I never picked up on it in, in when the first time I saw it. But let's pump the brakes. Then, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the more and more times you watch it, you pick up these clues. That's the that's the the hallmark of a good a great film, though, is that when you watch it again, you're like, you, oh you my god, up, what? Yeah, yeah. The, the, let's look at what yeah. they said there. It's kind of, you know, if you ever, you probably, it's like the prestige. You probably never saw Harold and Maude. No. But, uh, Mm. Bud Court and, uh, Ruth Gordon. And at the end of the movie, Ruth Gordon dies, but there's clues all through the movie about, uh, you know, that she's gonna, uh, yeah, this is an old movie. You guys probably never ever find it or see it, but she commits suicide at the end. 
and uh, she gives clues uh, during the movie uh, mm. that, that 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 this is on her 80th birthday. Uh, it says, you know, you're just counting you're just counting time after 80. So you know that's the anyway whatever. Wow. Well, if you ever get a pass by, uh, uh, yeah, Harold and Maude, uh, it's it's worth seeing. Just like Book of Eli. So, all right, that's <laughs> that's your list. I think we have a few movies we'd probably like to talk about <laughs> that Denzel has been in. Uh, Mike, do you want to go? Yeah, I just want to mention a couple. So I want to be very clear. We are not touching this list. No. This list is going my to be list. in... This is my list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yes, right. this I, I, will I... be in our museum someday. Yeah, these are just movies that Denzel has been in that we think at least warrant mentioning on a podcast about Denzel. And I put this list together yeah. really fast. You yeah, know, if, if I had talked to you guys for a half hour on what your favorite movies are, I said, oh, yeah, that's a great movie, too. You know, and, and I would have amended my list, but... Uh, <laughs> We're glad you didn't. <laughs> well... No, I'm glad you didn't. To. At least we have something to talk about in that last uh, half hour of this uh, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we're already you were so, you were so nervous that we couldn't talk for an yeah, hour. It's I, been an hour already. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so I want to mention the just three. I we don't have to actually talk about them because I actually haven't seen two of the three. But there's a movie theater that I go to a lot. It's in Somerville, Mass, and it has this gigantic mural. And it's got all of these really famous actors in character. And it has Marilyn Monroe, I think, from Some Like It Hot. And it has Indiana, you know, it has Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones. And it has Roy Scheider as, uh, you know, Brody from Jaws. And it has, uh, it has Denzel Washington as Malcolm X. Yeah. So Malcolm X is probably Denzel Washington's most famous role or one of them. So that's what I wanted to mention. So Malcolm well, X, I want to mention further down though. Oh, okay, but anyway, so it's just I love this because that's the thing about Denzel is he he rewards every kind of viewer and you know the snooty I like Malcolm X crowd probably hates Book of Eli, but that's what he's given to you as a gift. <laughs> um, so Malcolm X, uh, a hurricane. So he plays Reuben Foster, who's the subject of that. Amazing and really long Bob Dylan song, The Hurricane, uh, about a uh, black title boxer who's wrongly accused of uh, murder. So he's he plays uh, The Hurricane. And then, obviously, for the younger generation, the film that most of us remember him for, and probably the first movie I ever saw him in, was as Coach Herman Boone in uh, Remember the Titans. Definitely. You've seen Remember the Titans, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah I've seen it. That's I, at I, least people our age. That's like they know Denzel is from Remember the yeah. Titans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is Kyle and I talked about this actually somewhat recently. The the humorous situation where when you're talking to your parents, we know actors from the things we've seen them in, and our parents know them from what what they've seen them in. And so it's like this funny dynamic where you're probably thinking of Denzel as like the young hothead from. Malcolm X or the Hurricane or, you know, Glory even. Glory, yeah. Or something like, yeah, something like that. But we're thinking of, you know, Coach Boone for Remember the Titans. It's kind of like the Ruby. And, I mean, it's all football related. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like uh, the one with uh, Sandra Bullock. What's that one? The Blind Side? The Blind Side, yeah. <laughs> In some ways, yeah. 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 Anyway, um, you guys are more sports you know yeah I, never, I, I wasn't a you know you know i'm, I'm not a, a huge sports fan like you guys are yeah you're not a big sports guy so it makes sense why remember the titans isn't as high for you the only other two i would mention are um 
the taking of Pelham one two three. It's a remake of an old. Oh, movie. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. I yeah, haven't I've seen, seen that, but I'd like to put that on a movie weekend list. It, yeah, well, I've never seen the original, but the Denzel and uh, John Travolta one is. I don't. I'd be interested to watch it again and see if it's actually good. But it's entertaining as all hell. Like I really liked it, <laughs> especially because um, Denzel he, Denzel plays like the he's basically like the train operator and he's at the the center of the like the the what do you call it like the operations center with all the trains and uh, his name is Garber I think and John Travolta is a bank robber and he's telling him Garber you gotta do this and this, and, like, he's telling them how to... He's basically holding this guy hostage and helping him operate the trains and stuff. It's really good. Or I really liked it. And then another one, I saw this in high school, like, kind of randomly, and I really liked it. It's called Safe House. Oh, yeah, I've got that. It's, uh, Denzel is, like, ex-CIA. He defects, and he is selling U.S. government secrets to the highest bidder, and he's like, you know, FBI number one or CIA number one, something frost. And uh, they capture him. And Ryan Reynolds is like some schmuck, like low-level CIA agent who happens to be babysitting that safe house that night when they bring him in. And they're like, you watch this guy and don't let him out of your sight. And then obviously he escapes and then Reynolds has to go chase him. It's really good. It's really fun. Kyle, is this the one with the Kanye song? Yes, exactly. Yeah, that you, you. This is your rap, your favorite rap song, probably because of this film. I love that song specifically yep. because I saw this movie. <laughs> yeah, No Church in the Wild. So yeah, that's the one. I think that is uh, a really good place to finish this up. <laughs> Dad, your love of Denzel is inspiring, and I'm glad that we finally got you on the podcast. Yeah, it was fun. I aspire to someday love something or someone <laughs> as much as you love Denzel. Uh, but. Well, well, thanks for doing it. I know you were nervous about it, but of course you did a great job. I think. Yeah, that was fantastic. Yeah. So, and thanks for taking the time to do it. My pleasure. Yeah. And thanks for being an ardent listener. My dad is uh, a big fan of the podcast. I haven't heard every single one, but uh, I I do listen to some of them. And and, uh, when I have time, they're good. They're very entertaining. They're very entertaining. (laughs) The best thing you guys are amazing. (laughs) Uh, you, you guys have. In this little one today, you guys had more input than I did. You guys can talk about any subject, it seems like. We just like to hear ourselves talk. (laughs) (laughs) That could be another way of putting it, yeah. The, I think the, the, <laughs> the best compliment I've ever received about this podcast is you're like, you know, I went to bed the other night and I turned your podcast on and I didn't fall asleep. (laughs) (laughs) But it's truly a compliment, so I appreciate it. But all uh, right. Well, fun. thanks to you again. And then I would say before we go, well, actually, why don't can you recap your list for us real quick? You want to read them off real quick? Yeah, r- from uh, yeah. ten to one. All right. Let's see what I can find here. Number ten, uh, Training Day. Number nine, Fences. Number eight, Inside Man. Number seven, Flight. Number six, Crimson Tide. Number five, Courage Under Fire. Number four, Soldier Story. Number two, The Equalizer. Or number three, The Equalizer. Number three, The Equalizer. Huh. Hmm. Uh, Number two is uh, Man on Fire. Number one, Book of Eli. (laughs) That's right. Fantastic. Awesome. And before we go, 
I would like to say a big thank you to Kevin McLeod. He put together our Not Top 3 and theme music. He is incomparably talented. Also incomparably talented is Erin. She put together our artwork. And of course, if you'd like to see more of her stuff, you can do so at Sant Design on Instagram. And on a related note, I would like to thank our fantastic social media coordinator, Caroline Labranti. You can check her stuff out on the old internets. If you want to see her top 10 related stuff, check out our Instagram our twitter our facebook those are top 10 km the 10 is spelled out t-e-n and all of those if you want to send us that is kyle and mike an email to tell us what we did wrong what we did right how much you love kyle's dad or you want to volunteer a list that you want to join us for that's top 10 km at gmail.com and finally i'm assuming you're listening to this on some podcast app but if you want another one we are on the Apple Podcast app, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, pretty much wherever podcasts can be found. That's what I would take, A-Dog. I think that's all there is to say. Thanks, amigo. I will catch you next week. And thank you, Jim, Papa Sant, Mr. Sant, <laughs> for joining us. That was fantastic. And I hope you boys have a lovely weekend. All right. Thanks, Mike. It was, it was great. <laughs> all right. Adios, Bye-bye. amigo. <laughs>